Welcome, folks, to episode 25 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and my partner in crime today is Andy. A.K.A. Pope Jean-Paul III. Oh, wow, you've had a promotion. A spiritual man. I was not aware of this promotion. The the smoke was was fired from the chimney and all that. It was. It was. Yeah, very good. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Congratulations. I'd I'd be interested to uh, hear some of your your most recent theological thoughts. I'll I'll, t- I'll let you know sometime. Yeah, yeah. We'll have a chat after we finish recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Particularly curious about Psalms twenty eight. That's, that's, that's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. I don't know if it's real. I just made that up on the spot. <laughs> the, path, the path of the righteous man is, is beset <laughs> on all sides by the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of... Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> just like that. Drop of a hat. It's my party piece. How are you, Andy? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good, mate. You? Yes, I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm good. It's been boiling this I last just... week. It's been ridiculous. How do... Yeah. I feel like like a lizard. It's ridiculous. I am definitely like you live down south. Yeah, tell me about it. I'm definitely not a guy though that you can't make happy. You know, when it's too cold, I'm like, oh, it's bitterly cold, horrible. And then when it's when it's hot like this, I'm like, oh man, when's this heat gonna go away? The sun will you just leave me alone. It's too much. You know. Um, so yeah, there's no there's no middle. I, I think where I am at my most happiest is when it's sunny, but the temperature's just about right for a, a fashionably kind of rock and roll jacket kind of thing. But I can wear my sunglasses as well. Like legit wear my sunglasses as well. Excellent. Although to be fair, I think I'm rock star enough now with our tens of listeners that I could probably get away with wearing sunglasses indoors and in, in the dark anyway. And people go, oh yeah, look, it's true Mr. Six. Yeah, yeah, try it next time. Yeah. Might have to get a haircut though. I'm very hot hot and bothered sort of you know around the neckline and the fringe you have a lot of hair. yeah i do have a lot of hair and i've got the beard out at the moment as well but oh, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm a little afraid to shave it because i'm concerned that i'm sort of caught a bit of sun on the top bit of my face and obviously the beard has guarded my face from the, <laughs> from the sunshine and i'll have a weird lighter bit the, on my chin yeah. <laughs> pasty beard yeah <laughs> Uh, anyway, what have you been up to, my man? What's your gaming world been like this last couple of weeks? Oh, since Nationals, I have to admit, I've not really done a lot. The, the only games I've played has been with you when we've been recording. Yeah, for sure. Uh, playing around with a few cards that I've always liked the look of, but just haven't got around to seeing what they do. So Super Rare Dark Side, got that kind of after the initial kind of excitement died down and and people realized it you know different ways around it so been having a go with him although that didn't go very well because just captured him every time i managed to get to him yeah blob, um, blob capture absolutely while we were playing uh folks andy was just like will you leave me dark side alone the whole point of this team was <laughs> I, go with him? I was like i'm not letting him sit in the field you're joking aren't you <laughs> so uh, yeah yeah trying to try him out a little bit more uh, Nobby, I got Nobby. I picked up a grab feed of Guardians at the UK Games Expo uh, and managed to pull Nobby, which is very exciting. So uh, I've been playing around with him, although you just got out Wonder Woman making that completely pointless as well. Um, so <laughs> I, it's st- still I swear I didn't know what team you were bringing. I didn't. I had no idea. It wasn't intentional or anything. Uh, it's, it's funny that with team building, what I've noticed is that I go. 
when I first kind of put a team together, I go very aggro and then kind of go, okay, I need some more defensive pieces and try and fit in as minimal defensive pieces as possible to make it work. Whereas you do the opposite. You build a pretty defensive team and then kind of add in some more attacking bits to kind of get it to work. So it's quite funny. It's like (laughs) opposites of team building and how people kind of go around and do it. So yeah, excited to try them a bit more. I've put a team ready for uh, when we finish recording today with a few more defensive pieces to see if I can get it to shine a little bit more. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I've still got the same two teams I had last week. I think I've made some changes to one of them. So we'll see if my changes, I don't think my change will make a difference. Oh, well, maybe one of them, a basic action. Yeah, okay. And is that it? Are you playing anything outside of Dice Masters? Uh, no, I've just been doing, enjoying the sunshine and watching the World Cup, texting our man Tony after watching the England games. Who? You know, Tony. Who, who's Tony? I don't know. He's on my phone, though. He texts me when the World Cup's on. Seems nice. He's got a strange man on your phone called Tony that you text when the World Cup's on. Don't we all? Uh, sure. Well, okay. Well, I've been pretty busy when it comes to gaming, both Dice Masters and non-Dice Masters. Ooh. So, uh, the, down at the FLGS, Element Games in Stockport. All right, folks, if you're listening. We did, uh, well, last night we played just, just modern teams, just casual modern teams. We had a, a new player down, so we just made some, uh, just some casual play and we didn't put a three-rounder on so that he could get mm-hmm. to grips with the game. But you didn't beat him mercilessly like you did to the new, but um, the qualifiers and that's so he never plays again. Uh, no, although I didn't actually get round to playing him because of the way we were sort of uh, winner stays on kind of thing that was going on. It, it never transpired that I played him. I think my team probably would have battered him the one I had <laughs> with me last night. Um, however, it's always great to see the new blood. Uh, so, that, so that was good. But uh, our last week's event down at the FLGS, that was a three-rounder, and we did a theme. We did uh, what we called the Golden Alphabet. So all your, all your team members had to start with the same letter of the alphabet, <laughs> which was which was random, but it definitely generated a few interesting little combos. Or uh, well, the theory is always I know I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but if there's any new listeners out there, the theory is that we try and put ourselves in a position where cards that get a bit dusty that you don't use very often get put in, a, in an opportunity to get taken down off the shelf and used in the team. Uh, and so the alphabet one was quite a great opportunity to do that. And also what was particularly fun about it is if you, if you found your win condition in the letter that you picked, that, that, was, that was cool. But uh, clearly you might not have the ideal, the dream you know, combo to set your win condition yeah. up. So you have to find an alternative that's in the, alphabet, in the letter of the alphabet that you've chosen. Uh, Did you go for C for collector? Uh, I did not. I did not. It was predicted. Some thought because it is known that uh, I'm a big fan of the Collector. It's also known it was a golden event. It's also known that I'm a big fan of Colossus Pewter Rasputin from the AVX set. So Uh. there there was some who were hedging their bets and thought I might turn up with a C team. But no, that was not the case. I went with H. H? Yeah, I went with H. HXG. I didn't use HXG, actually, but I still delved into... So I went back to my very first UK Nationals team and built a list around Human Torch. Oh, yeah, of course. I was thinking it was going to be like Johnny Storm. Wow. Yeah, well, so he's Human Torch. Yeah, Johnny Storm's the subtitle, so I built a team around Johnny Storm. I was using Hush and Harvey Bullock for ramp. 
<laughs> Why wouldn't you use Harvey Bullock? Well, he's, he's a bad family character, character yeah. Although uh, I also had Huntress in the end. She, I ended up adding her to the team, and she's a bad family character. So I was getting Human Torch out, getting Huntress out, buying my hushes, fielding hush, pinging my opponent, KOing hush for some more ramp for next turn. And then, of course, that meant hush was sat in my prep area to refield him next turn to ping again. Um, and then I just topped it up with a big nasty Hulk. Which one? Green Goliath. Yeah, you bet, man. Yeah, you bet. Though, in fact, uh, Human Torch and Hulk Green Goliath were, were were both the cornerstones of my UK Nats 2016 team. So I went super retro there. Kind of fun. You've, you've changed. I've changed. You've created a monster, mate, with your 100 games and all that. <laughs> 100 games Hulk and all Green that. Hulk Green Goliath. Yeah, but there, there was some good... T- I mean, I made a few teams. I made a B team. Uh, B Blink is a... Ma- Blinkman man's tutate or blink transmutate even well once again knowing uh, the guys down there knowing, knowing i'm a fan of blink, blink transmutate did did imagine that i might be bringing a b team also and i did think about it i was looking at blink transmutate with uh, well there's loads of stuff i was looking at bane that genius tactician one that i was always yeah. a long-standing fan of some black widows thought about a black manta or a boom boom team but no didn't go for it in the end s was popular on the day as well i seem to remember shrieky yeah what was um what was the wind condition people were using on s i'm trying to remember what i played against now it wasn't just street though the spot ram oh i'll tell you a uh, silver sable you know the sacrifice oh, yeah. one that makes things unblockable yes yeah, storm was around there's some good uh, overcrushers in the S's as well. So there was a Sasquatch and a She-Hulk knocking about, which were good solid overcrushers. I'm just trying. I can't remember what else I played, but I definitely played an S. Definitely played a B. So yeah, that was an interesting one. That was definitely an interesting yeah, one. Very cool. Uh, online gaming. I, I've not been participating, but I've been following what's going on as well. So even though I've not been playing, I've been watching all the YouTube videos. You know. So Troy, our man Troy, put together a. Uh, what he called the faux nats for people who couldn't make it to US nats. That was um, on the 23rd, 23rd of June. So I was just sort of following what was going on with that and how people were getting on. That was our man Ben who took the top spot in that. Well done, Ben. Well done, Ben. Uh, Without a super rare, you anti as well. Oh, well done. Yeah. So very proud of him. No, I don't think. um, I think he was able to complete all his games before the time was called. Yeah. So, so it never came up. But if it had come up, I mean, he'd have known that the first it starts immediately at the point the player says passing he'd, turn. He'd know that he was right. Yeah, yeah. That's right then. Yeah. So keeping an eye on that, and then uh, Chris and Rob over at Chris and Rob's game room, they organised an online draft. Did you see that? Didn't how did that go? So uh, yeah, it looks like it went really well. There's, there's quite a lot of YouTube coverage of it. So Chris and Rob, their their YouTube channel, the Game Room, um, they've had some games and stuff on DM Armada quite topically, and that'll become apparent why in a minute. He <laughs> <laughs> he did a video about how to draft online, and then a little kind of rundown of his draft pod that he was in and how it worked and ran. So Truby, who's quite a well-known Dice Masters face on the scene. Hi. Part of I have heard of him. Yeah. He has built a draft generator. I don't know what you call it. A bot program thing. Skynet. Yeah, like a, yeah, exactly like that. Skynet. Um, he he has built that. They use that to then you can put in what sets you want to draft, and it will effectively random generate your cards, like drawing them out of a, out of your draft packs. Then they use a system. I tell you what, it, 
can I recommend that you guys go and take a look at some of the, if you're interested, some of the YouTube video coverage. DM Armada, our man Stephen has got some, uh, he's done like a rundown of how it works. And Truby's got a video as well that does a rundown of how it works. That's prob- probably for the better to understand it. Oh, and Chris and Rob have got one of their live streams that was recorded where they talk about how it works too so go and check one of those out because i'm i'm not doing it justice the way i'm explaining however i've been watching the games just out of curiosity seeing what type of teams people are playing and how the games are going uh and then there's a guy called i want to say static bug he's been out and about on the discord channel who's been filming his games and putting them up there as well so quite quite a lot of draft games to take a look at and they use the mighty thor set so uh, some interesting stuff going on there oh and that's cool uh, me and the competitive Hashtag competitive wife. We played fantasy realms the other night. Oh, what a game! Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you're a fan. I got. I didn't. I had one of my hands though. Was just just couldn't go anywhere with it. Just completely, completely immovable. It's all about the pivot. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a tough, a tough balance to get. Tough balance to get. But after weeks of having my my ass kicked for uh, Zul, it made a nice change. To- <laughs> that's <laughs> still a chance winning at yeah and that's me for gaming so i've been watching a lot of other people's games it's nice nice to relax yeah for sure man watching any of the world cup no no what's that world cup of what <sighs> origami world cup that's right the origami world cup the origami world cup you're not competed this year little known fact for listeners actually yeah and he's quite a talented origamiist both in terms of you usually enter the the speed contest and the, the the design contest, don't you? Yeah, very good with my fingers. Yes, yes, I've heard that. The paper aeroplane round that that you competed in, I was particularly impressed. And Andy managed to create a paper aeroplane that stayed in the air for a whole twelve seconds. It wasn't twelve seconds; it was twelve hours. Twelve hours. Well, it certainly yeah. beat the twelve-year-old lad from Thailand who you were competing against with his with his thirteen-second flight. Yeah. <laughs> I'll oh, tell you what, here's, here's some news for the listeners, actually. Um, so I'm just thinking, we're, we're at episode 25 right now. That means our next episode is our one-year birthday. That's uh, that's quite exciting. It's very exciting. I can't believe we're still doing it. <laughs> I know, one year later, and people are still listening to us a year later. What a bunch of mad hatters they must be. But our first ever episode went out on the 21st of June last year. And I think episode 26 is due to go out on... Maybe the 23rd or the 24th. I've not looked at my calendar, but... Um, July, do you mean? E- yes, I do mean July. You're absolutely right. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, if not, we missed our birthday episode. No, 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 no. It's me getting my months all... I've just said the wrong month. Oh, that's right. So that's some exciting news. So we'll have to put some special segments together or something. Uh, for a, I'll have to have a think about that. Yeah, have a think about that. Maybe we'll do a competition or something maybe we've already been thinking about it maybe maybe all right cool let's tell the folks though less about our next episode let's talk about this episode then so what have we got lined up so we've got there's been a lot of spoilers out and about lately so our first segment this week is going to be a little bit of a chat about some of the cards that have caught our eye in the spoilers we're back once again with a ministry of ice pick of the week segment uh we then have our next contestant on the bar it was a, 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 a an impressive performance this this week actually. It was, yeah, it's good, uh, good one. Yeah, so good that, that's one to look forward to. So uh, that's um, well, shall I leave it? I'll leave it till the segment. You can find out who it is when the segment begins. And uh, so we've had some more correspondence here at 
the Ministry of Dice Towers that we got to share with you guys. So, yet another fun-filled episode of the Ministry of Dice podcast. So, without further ado, I think we'll, we'll wrap this up there and get started, shall we, my man? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, on to the next segment, then. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And we are here now in this segment to give you another pick of the week. Pick of the week. Yes, that's right. It's the th- it's the jingle that never dies. Pick of the week, and <laughs> and this week we've we've chosen to do a well. There's been so many spoilers out in the last couple of weeks that we thought we would do uh, a pick each out of the spoilers that have recently been revealed. Revealed by us. Indeed, yeah, absolutely. So to be very clear, um, because we're shameless self-promoters, this is uh, a pick of the week out of the two team packs that we ourselves had an opportunity to open and spoil at the UK Games Expo in June. So that was an exciting time. We we just need to keep living and riding that buzz, obviously. (laughs) We can't let it go. We can't let it go. So Andy opened the Harley Quinn team pack. So I've made a pick out of that. And I opened the Cree Invasion pack, so you, Andy, have made a pick out of Cree Invasion. That's right, isn't it? That's right. Just checking before we carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who, who's going to go first? You, uh, you go first, mate. Me? Okay, no props. I have chosen the Thanos from the Cree Invasion pack, the one that subtitled Prove Love for Lady Death. Mm. Shall I give us the rundown? This is a juicy one. Is yeah. So Thanos, Prove Love for Lady Death. So eight cost mask and with the villain affiliation. It's got the keyword overcrush. And then the ability is when Thanos deals overcrush damage to an opponent, double that damage. <sighs> Blimey. Yeah, this is a, a, a monster. It is. A monster. All Timmy builders out there. All Anyone t- looking for a big smack in the face this is uh, this is the one yeah i mean uh, it's that is an intense ability but it's certainly balanced isn't it it is i mean it's an eight cost so you're pretty much going to have to sacrifice everything to get him is, is it really that hard to ramp up to an eight cost now though in the in the current meta there's ways to do it you've got spot yeah mimic with professor x will get you there pretty quick yeah chuck on a ring of winter global yeah the good swarm character. Yeah, it's not that challenging. I mean, you'd still have to certainly. You're committing to a strategy there, aren't you? You know what I mean. But what a strategy to commit to. You know what I mean. When Thanos steals overcross damage to an opponent, double that damage. I mean, just let that sink in for a minute. You know what I mean. <laughs> That's insane. So I'm guessing it's the actual damage. So if he's on his say nine nine face and he gets blocked by someone with five defense. So the four left over, you would double that, so it's eight. Is that, that's how I'm reading it. Uh, yes, that's how I've interpreted it as well. It says very clearly, when Thanos deals overcrush damage to an opponent, double that damage. So I'm assuming it's the excess that goes through. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I thought that the Wrecker Global was the only force blocker that I can think of would be good to couple with it, so you can kind of pick what's going to block it. Yeah, so yeah. there is a new force blocker coming down the pipeline. How was there? In oh my goodness, is it in the Infinity Wars box? Yeah, this was. It was in one of the Origins spoilers. So right. if, if anyone's listening, make your way over to the Dice Coalition to take a look at them. I think it was one of the. It wasn't one of the ones we had in the Cree Invasion pack. I don't think. I quite fancy one of them Dice Coalition T-shirts. It's. Um, 
Well, I'm sure if you ask nice enough, they'll, they'll send you one over. Yeah, I might do that. They look quite cool. But then, but then no. we'll, we'll have to. Um, then we'll probably have to give them a Ministry of Dice T-shirt. It will become a thing. It'll be like football players at the end of a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just trading shirts. Um, it's it's one of the black it's one of the it's the Black Widow that was spoiled at the Origin Game Fair. Um, no, no, that's not right. That's a Force Attack. I'm talking bobbins. Okay. Yeah, it's the, the Wrecker, which is the two fists, which is a bit of a. It's not as good as others, but it'll do to pick out what's going to block Thanos. You wouldn't want to attack with anything else because I don't think you have, you can't nominate who they're blocking. Although I suppose, regardless, if you're attacking with it, everything's probably going to want to block him to stop the nine damage. Yeah. If he attacks without being blocked, does that still count as overcrush damage? It won't, would it? No, it doesn't. No. Uh, So overcrush damage is specifically uh, excess damage that is done because you have to KO the character as well, don't you? So you want to want to suck one of their sidekicks in to block, then just attack with Thanos, and then they have to block with everything else or you're doing a boat ton of damage yeah i mean there's a casey jones that oh is it in the heroes in a half shell or is it in the old box and um, i'm just furiously checking on my sidekick app right now that i'm pretty sure let's have a look heroes in a half shell yeah a casey jones penalty box uh, pay a fist target sidekick character die must block this turn if able so you've got a guaranteed sidekick blocker there uh, that of course just relies on your opponent fielding sidekicks which they may well choose not to do <laughs> if they see that on the other side of the table but it's something to think about yeah there's a mantis where if she's blocking she's assigned combat damage equal or greater than a defense prevent all damage to you from that target attacking character die so they've put in the same set a counter to it uh, yeah, which I think is is reasonable. That, that's that's obviously operating on the assumption that um, if they're making a big play for the kind of kitchen table players, you're going to buy a box between the two of them, you know, two brothers, uh, a dad and a daughter kind of thing, cracking it open and playing together. Then it's only right, isn't it, that there's there's balance in there. Yeah, not sure I'd want to like use one of my slots on that <laughs> in competitive play on the off chance that someone takes Thanos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too busy trying to stop you, anti Phil. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? In the current meta, it, it's it is a very Timmy card. Um, but is it top tier competitive? Uh, probably not. This is casually competitive. Yeah. Um, Saying that, if you took it and you managed to get it and you're still alive, <laughs> if someone's got a anti and a pedo dragon out there, then it is going to do a hell of a lot of damage. Yeah, you think you think that's going to slip through the edit? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? For a little Freudian slip on your part there. <laughs> um. So yeah, is it? Yeah, sure. Okay. So yeah, he's a beastly card, and I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think you spend that much time focusing on getting your ramp up in order to purchase him, and you're not buying anything else, of course. Are you? It's a roll eight dice, and then just to buy one dice with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it could be worth throwing in for that time where everything rolls energy, and we've all had that. Yeah. It's just when you've had the rolls of death and you've got no characters and 12 energy, it's not a bad thing to, <laughs> you know, oh, I'll just buy this. This massive Thanos, yeah, Thanos yeah. yeah. Yeah, 
Uh, absolutely. I, um, speaking of Thanos and just having you know a big a big Timmy card to turn to if you if you're in a tight spot. I used to do that with Thanos in my villains team. You know the one that gets cheaper when villains do damage. Yeah, sure. Just to pop yeah. him on because it's just a big beefy character to hit the field to put the pressure on and just attack relentlessly with. Uh, in fact, Thanos is um, expensive, but he's had some pretty pretty good cards over over the years, hasn't he? Yeah, same dice as well on all of them, just a different colour. The gauntlet, the gauntlet of power. Yeah, uh, of course, he's a, a great card to pair up with things like uh, Haymaker Global uh, and Haymaker itself, giving the plus three attack. Yeah, any form of buff is going to double, isn't it? So pay a fist to get plus one attack, and he's getting through with his damage, then that's you know two for the price of one. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, I think he's, he's going to be a really fun card to play around with. Uh, in fact, all the Thanoses are, are quite attractive. As a, uh, to me, I think they I'll, I'll be having a play with them all at one point or another. Yeah, definitely, they're cool. Yeah, card art's cool as well. In fact, the one thing that I did notice with the two packs we opened, both the um, Kree Invasion and the Harley Quinn Not Starter Team Pack, was that up to their game in my opinion where it comes to card art because they are some beautiful cards, really nice cards. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Well, I mean, they're all they're all stripped out of various comic books, aren't they? They're just clearly being a little bit more selective. Yeah, the choice is really good. There's no, what was that one? Vibe. <laughs> Vibe. <laughs> just create food and water. <laughs> yes. There's no floating cakes in these team packs. They are um, <laughs> good-looking cards to put on the table. Are you about to start banging on about the War of Light set again? Oh, oh, Neon Tron. Just, we'll just move past it. Just move past yeah. it. So that's so Thanos. That's Thanos. Cool card. Yeah. Great choice. Try it man. out. Yeah, great yeah. choice, man. Okay, well, uh, we'll take my choice then from the Harley Quinn team pack, uh, and I've gone for Poison Ivy Red. She's. I'll give the rundown. She's a three-cost mask villain. Uh, her stats are 0-1-2, and one three six. And her game text reads: When Poison Ivy blocks or is blocked by a non-villain's character die, she gains Deadly until the end of the turn. Prevent all damage dealt to Poison Ivy by non-villain's character dice. So my thinking here is that she is a low-cost solution to be well you know that thanos there you go straight away she's oh no he's a villain isn't he he's a villain but specifically i'm thinking about your fix-its of the world your dum-dum duggins of the world over crushing supergirls and i'm only bringing that up because that was something i was facing down the barrel of the other night so she uh, not only is she guaranteed to ko that non-villain with the deadly game text which is pretty handy in its own right but she prevents all the damage so anything that is over crushing going through isn't going to go through because it you know it relies on your ko in the character and she's she's going to stay in the field she's just rock solid she's going to sit tight uh, and protect you from any big non-villain nasties that are firing down the field at you on a on a level two and level three she's going to be good against golden dragon uh yes that's right because she can she's got the defense stats to face up to the breath weapon uh, yeah i just think she's a nice cheap all-rounder she's got a place uh, you know villain teams are a thing for sure they're very popular at the moment there's lots of different ways you can take a villain team right now and if you're at a bit of a loss or trying to keep your, your villain theme uh, solid then she's a great addition you know uh, so i'll give you an example with my nobby team that i played at the uk nats i was toying around with kate bishop i had bishop uh, butterfly effect on there you know one of the things that bothered me all the time was like oh wouldn't it be great if there was just a villain version of someone who who could 
stop a big hitter like that or villainous character who could prevent damage and and she's just a great example of a cheap villain who could sit in the field hold territory block any big nasties while i'm getting on with with whatever i need to get on with you know Mm. um you're in a collector team you can just grab her for one mask good point yeah just just pluck her out one mask in your turn put her in the field and you've um you've got what's that a 21 attack fix it Sorry, I'm just going to pay this, <laughs> pay this mask, um, and grab a uh, grab a poison ivy. Oh, you're giving it overcrush with your haymaker. That's that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah, uh, and I think she's also nice for. So I was thinking about uh, Harley Quinn and poison ivy. You know the Harley Quinn that makes your opponent lose a life and you gain a life when oh, they're in the yeah, field with another villain. I was just thinking about that as well. Yeah, because you get both of them out. You got poison ivy who can things will bounce off and uh harley quinn that's doing the little timer and you gain a life and they lose a life yeah absolutely drop, nice. drop a knobby on and there you go you've got you've got nice uh, a nice solid little combo there so yeah she just she just leapt leapt off the page at me when i went back and looked at the photos um, of the spoilers and i just thought yeah you know a three cost mask that has that blocking power is clearly going to be of interest to, to some team builds I, i'd be surprised yeah, if it wasn't yeah solid solid card yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think sometimes solid little utility cards like this get a bit overlooked on occasion. I was using, in, in one of my team builds at the UK Nats, the Iceman that can pay a bolt to cancel damage. And I just thought, you know what? He's just a, a solid little blocker. That There's every possibility that somebody on the day, uh, I think this was one of the qualifiers, somebody on the day is going to be throwing Big Beast in my face at some point. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna. I just want a nice, solid blocker, and I've got a slot left on the team. You know. Yeah, and that's it. The, the Harley Quinn pack. I was looking through the different cards when we were talking about doing the uh, the pick of the week, and there are some really, really good cards. Certainly ones that I that caught my eye. Um, the Cree invasion one's got some nice ones in, but like you look at that Batman that gets plus one attack, plus one defense for each sidekick, and Overcrush if there's a villain, the Deadshot that he. Uh, ping off and everything takes one damage it's just those two that i'm just flicking through now like really good solid strong abilities i'm looking forward to getting my hands on that hopefully soon uh, that's interesting because i th- i think even though i'm a dc fan i think the Cree invasion pack's got the edge a little bit how was that maybe next episode or in a couple of episodes time you should switch and pick one from the other set and do a little pick of the week on that as well for sure yeah for sure I think the thing with Korean Invasion as well is it's going to be part of a, a set release, so it'll have the Avengers Infinity campaign box with it. It'll have the uh, is it Justin Justice Light Lightning? Um, Justin Light Lightning. Justin Light Lightning. Yeah, yeah. Nice. J- Jay Z just dropping his name in the title there. So uh, I think it's it's probably going to have more stuff that's got combos and things that tie together. Where whereas the Harley Quinn team pack is sort of in its own little bubble, isn't it, at the moment until the Justice team box rolls in at the back end of the year yeah they obviously kind of hacked apart the um starter set they were going to do and put in just kind of a selection of cards from it yes yeah uh, although every i think everyone's going to need that harley quinn team pack for, for no other reason and it's it's got a little basic action boost in it yeah relaxing 
Yeah, I never really use that, but you know the guys over at the Double Burst are big fans of relaxing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've heard them mention it a few times. Yeah, so I'll have to look into it sometime. But I'll, I, the Target Lock and the Throne Brick are interesting to me as well, and they were certainly high on my my potential list of contenders for the pick of the week. Uh, but in the end, being a solid, tentative kind of defensive style player, Poison Ivy it was for me. Excellent choice. Yeah. So take your fix it and you know stick it, stick it up your fix it. Stick it up, you fix it, yeah. I'll, I'll bury it in trees. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's a top ten tree-related cards. Yeah, you could totally do that. Um, Swamp Thing, Group. Poison Ivy, Group. Poison Ivy. Tree. Tree Ant. Yeah. I'll look into that. I'll look into that one. Uh, okay, folks, there we go then. So there's a pick of the week from Cree Invasion and from the Harley Quinn team pack. We've that got... we opened ourselves. <laughs> yeah, for, for the first time, first people to open them at the UK Games Expo this year. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let us know in the comments or uh, drop us a line. There's something that, that that's caught your eye, that's your pick of the week, that, that's your little favourite that you're looking forward to getting your hands on when, when the packs get released. Otherwise, we'll wrap it up there and move on to the next segment. Welcome back, dear listener, and once again, have the Ministry of Dice got a treat for you. We've got yet another special guest. Ladies and gents, give a warm welcome to Stephen Cookus, otherwise known as DM Armada. Woo! Welcome, Stephen. Thank you. The applause is deafening. Are you not aware of the 10,000 people? I'm actually recording this in a World Cup stadium right now. Oh, I, I just thought you were clapping really closely to the mic, but... That that's even better. 10, no, well, people. I've I've had to fly out to Russia actually, Stephen, because a little known fact actually about Andy. Not many people know this, but as well as being an international Dice Masters podcasting superstar, he he's also a world-renowned football referee. Um, and so it's a very busy season for Andy. So I've had to I've had to fly out to to Russia in order to get this audio with him. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me actually. Yeah, yeah, true story, true story, man. Do you consider yourself an athletic person, Andy? You do a lot of running. People have said things about my athleticism. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. That inspires a lot of confidence. I used to swim a lot, and then I had children. <laughs> that, that's a good story. At a beginning and an end. Friends became enemies. Enemies became friends. That was solid. Highs, lows, <laughs> dramatic twists. Yeah. Well, see, what it is, is so I'd go to the pool and I used to do my lengths in order to get some exercise. But then when you have children, you go to the pool, you stop doing lengths. You end up standing That's at the true. side while they jump in at you. That is 100% accurate. Yeah. So you, you never You can basically do sum up a lot of stories as a dad with, I used to do this and then I had children. <laughs> yeah. I used to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had children. I used to yeah. do absolutely nothing on a Saturday. And then I had children. No, never again. No. Oh, well, that was a weird, somber break. Yeah, so... Um, moving on. Uh, yeah, moving on. So, uh, Stephen, <laughs> listeners will potentially know you, for, or I would hope they would know you, from the DM Armada YouTube channel, I think is where they most likely know you, although you're out and about on the social medias as well. Indeed. Indeed, yeah. So I run the uh, I run the YouTube channel. In fact, it's kind of interesting because we're having this uh, in June of 2018, and June of 2018 is the two-year anniversary of the DM Armada YouTube channel, wow. which is pretty awesome. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Two years ago, um, like two, I guess it was two weeks and two years ago was the very first video I ever uploaded of uh, me playing at a tournament here locally and playing a really fun 
OTK combo team. And from then on, I just started uploading stuff as consistently as I could because I just like it. It's fun. So it's, uh, it's really fun to make stuff for this community because it's a good community that we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Entirely agree. Well, I've been watching for a long time. I don't think I've, I've seen your very first two years. Uh, what, what I particularly enjoy on your channel, um, uh, Steve, is your uh, sp- spoiler card reviews. And I'm really, oh, yeah? I'm really into your... Um, Oh, you know when you do three cards, you've only just started doing it. The uh, what do you call it? Oh, now? the Hall of Fame. Hall, Hall of Fame. Fame. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Oh man, it's fun to look back at those cards and realize how broken they were. <laughs> <laughs> we put this in a game, Wiz Kids. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. How did people continue to play? Oh, that's right. It's fun. Never mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Never yeah. Mind. Absolutely. Although I'll let you into a little secret. So uh, I don't know. Some months ago, Paul Kushner emailed me. And said, Stephen Cook is over at DM Armada is looking for card suggestions, which may be for your Hall of Fame. And I filled a form out. I remember this. Yeah, no, this was the Guardians of the Galaxy release. And um, I was putting together a video for the the top, I think it was like top five cards coming out of the Guardians set. This was, this was a video I was going to make before Guardians release. Like it was going to come out the day before the set dropped. And so I, I guess you and man, there was like ten or eleven people, all people that uh, were were pretty well known, and all good players. I wanted you guys to give me your ideas of what cards would be uh, powerful or good, or that you had your eye out for. So I got all that together. I got the stuff together. I put mine in there as well. And then the set released, and Cube came out, and everything broke, and I never released the video. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Oops. So did you? That's, I don't know. Did you actually read my submission? <laughs> yes. Yes. Were, was yours the one that was like all ridiculous stuff or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Do you happen to still have it? Uh, you know what? Let's look. Let's let's find out. You guys talk about something while I look. So or Steve, maybe I deleted it in shame. I can't remember. Well, that's quite possible. It was also me that submitted Vixen on you. <laughs> on you, on you <laughs> so I've been on a campaign of, of sabotaging you, basically, my man. I'm, I'm here to oh, confess. No, here it is. Ready? Yeah, here we go. So I just okay. I never kept it. <laughs> No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, no, you had Captain Britain, Iron Man, Ca- uh, Adam Warlock, Madam Web, Cosmo and the Collector. Cosmo and the Collector, sure. Have you got the yeah, reasons Cos- there? Uncommon Collector. No, I don't think I had a spot for that. Uh, I'm sure there I was somebody. Who was the person that <laughs> somebody put Ricochet, 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 Groot Thor in the spots like Ricochet? That's ridiculous. <laughs> that person, that person liked Ricochet. Yeah. Well, that's the same that video never got made. Um, but I do. I no, do. I, get, I could go back and get. I could definitely do. I still have the info, apparently. Yeah, there you go. See, yeah, that's it. We've <laughs> cool. we've got a Google Drive full of stuff. We've recorded everybody who's ever been on on the podcast right from the moment the call starts. Hashtag just saying. That's a good idea. Yeah, we got all the dirt on everyone. It's awesome. That's a solid <laughs> idea. <laughs> So man, you're, this is a crazy form to look at. Anyway, sorry, distracted. Yeah, no worries, man. So you're, you're over in Texas. What's your scene like down there? Um, right now, we're about to start ramping back up into some play. We were a little uh, in a bit of a lull for a while. I think the set release after set release after set release burned some people out. And we never really got rolling back at the, you know, after March, I think, is when we kind of died down for a bit. So we're about to uh, get ramped up again. Which is interesting because I'm going to be moving here in a, the next couple of weeks and uh, will then be in a new area with a, another new community. So my mind's in flux. 
that's a that's a shame. That's a which shame. part? People getting burnt out. Yeah, no, I agree. It's been spoken um, about a great deal, hasn't it? Though uh, I think people found that release yeah. schedule, and now we're in a dry spell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's weird that the the swing that occurs, right? You have just too much. You're just inundated with too much, and then you know you go for like six months without anything, and you're just itching for it. You know, like like you're Andy in the like, sitting in the back of an alley with cards and dice in the back of his car, just lifting up the thing. <laughs> just gotta need my fix. Where's the dice? And he's rubbing your arms, just itching, just a little bit. Was that, kind of the situation. Was that your English accent then? No, uh, no, I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm backing I'm away. I'm not from gonna. That. I'm not gonna give you an English accent. I will not do that. I, I would feel like I would insult you. It's weird because, like, I think everybody in America thinks they have a good English accent. You know, it's like I have a great English accent, but there is no way I will do an English accent for someone from the UK because I just don't want to embarrass myself (laughs) (laughs) when the rubber meets the road it's just not it's not (laughs) (laughs) did you hear about that guy with the royal wedding that's just recently been he was working his way around all all the shows in the states all the news shows uh with an english accent making out like he was this high society englishman punditing on the on the wedding turns (laughs) out he was born in new jersey and he actually paid two English grandparents to to adopt him so that he could become English, and then started affecting an English accent. <laughs> a guy from New Jersey. How much did that cost? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I want to do that. It, it, the news broke. It came out, and then you know all the all the hard hitting American journalists started laying into him. Um, which was that sounds amazing though. Yeah, I that's can't remember. Dedication. His, that is dedication. But if you listen to his accent, it's not bad. That's the, that's why he jumped into my mind. Andy does a great uh, American accent, don't you, Andy? I do. Let's hear it. I encourage you. Oh, on the spot. On the spot. You don't on have to. Spot. I guess I, since I'm not going to do it, right? God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> All right, water at that moment was a bad idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> what do you like? Um, what do you like playing at the moment? Uh, that's a good question. Right now, I'm actually messing around with a uh, combo team that I wanted to make a combo video about. I'm putting the video together and accidentally closed the app and lost a bunch of my progress right before we we started recording. So, oops. But you know, it is what it is. Um, that is. So I, I'm right now. I'm messing with this combo team that works with. Um, Oh, what is that card from X-Men First Class? Angel. Uncommon Angel from X-Men First Class, where if you uh, if he's active then and you purchase a character die that's already out on the field, then spin all versions of that character die up. So you put you know some Awakened stuff out in the field, and then you sure. purchase the Awakened dice from the card, and it spins it up automatically. Yeah. Just messing around with something like that. Oh, very uh, it's pretty cool to me. Yeah, very good. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I, I like the uh, the X Men particularly. Uh, we play a lot of single affiliation down at my local game store, and I'm just I'm really keen. I think they're actually a pretty tough contender. Uh, you could. I agree. Yeah. X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Gold, there's Golden X Men is insane. It is. There's some really gross stuff. Even just like looking for pieces that go with this combo uh, team that I'm looking at. It's just really strange that some of this stuff is as powerful as it is 
Um, it's you know it's not as powerful as it's it's not going to cut into the meta, but I mean you look at some of those two cost um, is it Blackbird that you you play a Blackbird and then your uh, opponent has to pay one per X Men character you're attacking with, which yes. is pretty good. Yes. What's the rare one do? Do you remember? I remember uh, thinking, wow, that's pretty good. The rare Blackbird, I think, discounts discounts the X-Men, makes them cheaper to play. Oh, yeah, cheaper to purchase, one cheaper to purchase, and one cheaper to field. And the fact that it stacks, and it's a two-drop, means you get multiple and line them up. Yeah, although pretty um, cool. my, my solution, so the thing I've noticed with the X-Men is that they, it, purchase costs aren't too bad, but fielding costs are quite painful, especially on the later yeah. X-Men in um, X-Men First Class set. So I've been using the promo flip Wolverine, which makes fielding of makes X-Men. Makes your guys, yeah. yeah. Is it free to field on that one? Uh, well, minus two, which largely solves... Which is basically... Yeah, largely solves That's your issue. That's a good idea. So that then puts your kind of multiple man ramp in a better position because multiple man's cheaper to field. Your boom booms on level three, your jubilees on level three, you know, all at the two cost all become feasible. And not only that, he's four cost shield and he's... Yeah, uh, he's ridiculously five, six, seven statted, right? Yeah. Yeah, so he's ridiculously a, statted. So he's a, he's a great contender for your Blackbird move, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's a good idea. Yeah, great, Solid. great minds. Yeah, more than think alike, and so do ours, right? Mm. So do ours that's too. Good. Sometimes I've been I've been doing a lot of watching. I mean, we just had Nats, so I've been enjoying watching. Uh, I watched watched that played and and kind of reading up on what you guys experienced over there in UK. I'm looking forward to how the Canadian one goes. I love keeping track of that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's an interesting matter at the moment. It's it's something. <laughs> it's, uh, it is something interesting is a word you could you could use to describe things but i don't know about the meta um well, well it would be interesting if they made some changes like if they made a change then the meta would be hugely interesting right yeah i think it's time we call for a ban I, I mean, that's like the heavy-handedest, easiest way to go about it. Yeah, Banhammer, Common Kate Bishop needs gone. It's overpowered. It's just ridiculous. It's outrageous. The, they just need to change it. Okay, take damage instead of lose life. Yeah. It's just an easy fix. Um, you can just reasonable. even errata it. You don't need to get rid of it. Yeah, it would be much more reasonable. Absolutely. I, so. was, kind of fr- I was kind of frustrated with your team, seeing the way that it performed at, at UK Nats, the just overwhelming power of... Of Common Kate Bishop's gross. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why people aren't talking about it more. It's a mystery to me. It really is. Damage, it's control. I mean, it's it's really everything. It's got everything. Yeah, it's got yeah. everything. Well, we're here for some serious business. That's all lovely chit chat and all that, Stephen. But we're we're here for some very serious business because you are stepping up to become our next contender on the Ministry of Dice, the bar. Yes, that's that's going to happen right now. It's going to be good. You're feeling the dramatic tension. Uh, it would be better if we had some music. You just put music here in post. <laughs> <laughs> the, the intro music. Yes, we'll we'll put some music in. We'll put it in about now. Oh, there it was. Over to you then, Andy. You've been very quiet. It's time for you to shine and put your Quizmaster hat on for us. No problem. Right, so the next 
round of the bar. So you have two minutes. It's quick fire questions. Uh, your uh, specialist subject that you chose beforehand is the Guardians of the Galaxy set. Um, yes. I will fire through the questions. If you answer them right, I'll say correct. If you answer them wrong, I will give you the correct answer. If you do want to speed through to the next one, then say pass and we'll go straight on to the next question. All um, right. I'm not feeling I'm not feeling very good about it, but we're, we're going to do our best. You may hear a lot of passes. No you got to play that game where you just got to get to a question you know, you know, you got to beat three. Isn't that the mark? Isn't that the mark? Is it three? Three is our lowest so far from Chris uh, Zarowski. Uh, then it goes six for True Mr. Six, Chris himself. That's, yeah. uh, <laughs> That's solid. It goes up from there to some more numbers, which I can't remember. Ben That's Scott right. at eight, Michaela at nine, Isaac at, Isaac Villa at nine. Matt Jordan at 10, James Bloor at 12. That's, yeah, that's that's the entirety of the leaderboard. Uh, uh, there's one more in there. No, no, that's the entirety of the leaderboard. <sighs> okay. Um, <laughs> <ready. laughs> Just let's, let's, let's get the show on the road. All right, I'm ready. So I've got pen and paper for scoring. I've got my phone to run the two-minute timer. Count us in and we'll crack on. Yeah, is everybody set? Okay, then. On your marks, gentlemen... Get set and go. What colour is Yellow Jacket's dice? Blue. Correct. There is a global on Groot's common and uncommon card. Pay what to gain two life once per turn? Oh, man. Is it generic? No, it's two shields. Uh, What is the subtitle on the super rare Captain Britain Iron Man card? Oh, my God. Um... Which mark is it? It's Union Jack Mark uh, 1. Correct. What energy type is Daisy Johnson? Shield. Correct. What is the purchase cost of all three rarities of Cosmo Space Dog? Two. Correct. Possibly the best card in the game is Dum Dum Duggan Hardened by War. (laughs) Uh, Is that just a statement? (laughs) It is. Gets plus one attack for what? Uh, every sidekick in the in the field. Yep. Uh, what affiliation are all three rarities of Madam Web? What affiliation? The Spider Man affiliation and yep, or just Spider Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. energy type is Madam Mask? A mask. Correct. What is the fielding cost of Hulk on his level three? Oh, is this the one where they changed it? To t- I'm gonna go with three. The no, they changed it to is two. One. What? Uh, oh man! What affiliation are all three versions of Ghost Rider? Thirty seconds. Oh my god! I don't know. Pass. Uh, what color is Ricochet's dice? White. Correct. What is the Possibly. keyword ability on Common Ironheart Riri Williams? Oh my god! Pass. What is Super Rare Star Lord Space Odyssey? Um, when he's active, your other Guardians of the Galaxy characters. Out. Yes, correct. Out. What affiliation are all three rarities of Nebula? Five. Ooh. Three. Oh, two, my God. I don't know. One. Uh, Guardians. Time. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Guardians. Solid. <laughs> Excellent stuff. That, that I had to, to think about what Nebula was again. I forgot who Nebula was. <laughs> that was a belting run. It was that, good. That was a belting run, Stephen. Which one did I? Which one did I skip? I skipped one, right? There was um, all three affiliations of Ghost Rider is Marvel Knights. 
Oh, I forgot that affiliation existed. That's a thing. <laughs> what happened uh, on their cards? What is that? Ironheart, Riri Williams, keyword ability is call out. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That was the rest. All I can do whenever someone says that card, I just picture the art of that, you know, like flying in. I can't picture anything else on the card. It's that forgettable. It's just the good art. <laughs> that, uh, that Hulk with his one fielding cost is a thing. It is a thing. It's definitely a thing. Definitely That's a thing. Gross. I, why, I did not know that that had a one fielding cost on Tom. Yeah, and his game techs aren't aren't to be sniffed at either. He, he served me very well in a in a Guardians of the Galaxy draft that I had down at my FLGS some yeah. months back. The uncommon one. So when one of your characters gets KO'd, he, he spins up. And then when you attack with him, you can spin him down. Oh, and spin it, him down. Yes, I remember this two, card. He deals two damage to everything on the other side of the field. I know. Yeah, I was pretty hyped about that ability. And he's, It he's, reminded me of the old school, like Green Goliath, but like fair and balanced. Yeah. And, and his <laughs> stats broken. are amazing as well. He's uh, like 6, 6, 7, 7, 8, 8. 7, 7, like 8, 8. Yeah, the classic yeah. Hulk stats. But they, they made the fielding cost actually like achievable. But he, I think he's like 7. He is. He is. That's right. You got to. You got to reach for him. But once. Yeah. Once you hit that point, that game text alone is just shocking. Shocking for clearing the board. I tried to use him with the rare. Uh, not the rare danger. Is it the rare danger room? No, the uncommon danger room. The one that makes them all like they KO if they take damage. That's yeah. That's a good idea. Look at yeah. you, man. That's cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. It. It didn't work out so well for me though because it was a theme night. What was the theme now? <laughs> I can't remember, but there was. Lots yeah, but of see other if you want to. But if you're running like a theme, then that's perfect because obviously you can't use like uh, the the normal pieces. So that's a that's a cool way to uh, work around not having the access to like staff or something. Uh, yes, absolutely. That's what I was going for. For whatever reason, I came across a lot of things like breath weapons and stuff, and I couldn't quite clear the field out, so it it kind of mm. created a stalemate. But anyway, there we go. Do you, do you want your score, Stephen? Yeah, lay it on me. Here we go. Uh, What's one, the damage? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Whoa. Yeah. Very Good well run. done. I'll take it. Yeah. That's that's cracking. That's going to put you in the top four. Whoa. Hey, I'll take it, man. Yeah, in that's the awesome. top four. Yeah, very well done, my man. Very well done. Yeah, ten on the Guardians. Very impressed you got the Captain Britain Club title. You're impressed that I got the Captain Britain Iron Man one? Yes. Yeah, well, Union Jack, That's a it's a cute subtitle, you know? I only remember the clever subtitles. Like, if it's something that's deep, meaningful, or, like, thoughtful or about the character, it just goes right by me. It's just, like, the cute, like, oh, that's clever. That's the only thing that sticks with me. <laughs> it's the only thing. That's a weird comment. I, anyway... Yeah, I think we made lots of weird comments on this, but that's okay. That's that's kind of what we do, man. You you fit right in with your with your randomness. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of uh, the Magneto cum X chicken. <laughs> yes, I noticed that. I was looking for the for that team that I was talking about. I was looking at all the X Men affiliation and then all of the other affiliations in X Men First Class, and I ran across that one. And I think that's my new favorite. My new favorite subtitle is cum X chicken. Well, here, so here we go. We've cut, we've gone full circle now because when I was a lad at the leisure centre up the road where they had the swimming pool, do you call them leisure centres out in the states? I don't think so. What's uh, what what would the equivalent of a leisure centre be, Andy? A gym? Sports centre? Sports centre? Yeah, sure. Like a like a YMCA basically here. 
Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe. Um, well, it was where the pool was anyway. When I was a kid, I used to go swimming, and they had a little arcade machine section out in the uh, little cafe coffee shop thing uh, that we used to go and get snacks and drinks after after we'd been swimming. And the game that was in there was the X Men arcade game. Which, that X-Men arcade game was legit. Yeah. Well, that's where the Comex chicken quote comes from, I believe. Is it? Yeah. It? Yeah. I, I was curious so. about that. Somebody will probably crop up on the comments correcting me. I may have that completely wrong, but we've come full circle. There we go. Back to swimming again. Yeah, I mean, I was, gonna say, but I was worried that you were going to start like telling us a story about something you did with a chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to. Where's he going with this? What has he been doing with a chicken? <laughs> and there it was. Standing in the arcade, the chicken. <laughs> the chicken. <laughs> this is a strange story. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, and I had a, an epic fist fight with him all over town. And it's yeah, been a, it's been been a vendetta that has been with us now for decades. So you used Seasons to do swimming. Yeah, you used to do swimming, and then you had kids. Uh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Was that, I heard. I heard about that. <laughs> was that in? Was that? Did we talk about that before we started recording? Have I just? We did. I've lost track of what I've talked about. No, wait, wait, wait. Did we? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, just, at this point, it's a stream of consciousness. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> just, just jump back, cut it in. No one will notice. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure just it out. Cut this part out. Slide the other part in right here. I'll figure it. I'll get it in post, mate. I'll get it in post. Yeah, get it in post. We're doing. Yeah, we'll do it then. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, well, we're going to wrap up this segment there. Go over to YouTube and be sure to check out DMR's YouTube channel. What, what do we got coming next? What's the next episode we can expect, Steve? Uh, the next thing that's coming out should be coming in a couple of days. It's a combo breakdown video, and then right on its tails, I'm working on a post-mortem meta-analysis of what we saw at Nats. And it's basically just going to be a 20-minute long video where I yell the word Yanti as many times as I can within 20 <laughs> minutes. And that's going to be the video, so expect that and be ready because it's going to be great. <laughs> I'll look oh. forward to it. Yeah. So everyone, pure blood, pure <laughs> just for 20 minutes. And on that note, thank you, Steve. Well done on your 10 points. <laughs> well thank you very much. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> there are now. Andrew, we've had yet another letter at the Ministry of Dice Towers coming. No way. Yes, way, yeah. Well, in fact, this was a, a previous correspondent who's rewritten to us, would you believe? Not that bard again. No, not that bard again, no. No, although... Um, probably in about the same sort of territory. Do you want, shall I read it to you? Do you want to hear what they had to say? Yes, do. Read it out. Dear Chris and Andy, many thanks for reading out my last letter. I wanted to write to you again and update you on how I've been getting on since I managed to shake my cube addiction. Since the banning of the cubes I had become so addicted to, I have been slowly recovering and becoming accustomed to my life without them. I am happy to report that it's now over a month since my last hit. Oh, well, well done, very good. I was advised by my support worker to get a pet to help my, take my mind off my addiction and, and have some companionship. I got myself a beautiful pet pseudo-dragon called Tony. I called him Tony after the chap on your show that almost gets to speak every week. Who's that? I don't know. I don't know who she's talking about there. Unfortunately, my pet dragon has become a bit of a crutch to me as I try to rebuild my life and my games. The thing is that he's so overprotective of me that if I lash out, as I am prone to do in these weeks without the cube, 
he also lashes out, causing extra damage. I also found a group of like-minded friends who are very attuned to my condition, who have also become very protective and will also add to any damage I cause as I recover. I have found that my pets and my friends are hindering my games of Dice Masters nearly as much as the cubes did. I am once again in fear for the future of my game and have a feeling that I may also be close to being banned from any upcoming WizKids events. This is my plea to the Dice Masters community. Please don't hate me for how others are reacting to my actions. It's just not my fault. I just am on the road to recovery. Yours sincerely, Why Pureblood. Ugh. There we are, ladies and gents. That brings us to the close of yet another Ministry of Dice episode. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed putting this one together. Uh, I enjoyed it a great deal, putting this one together, in fact. So did I. That, that man, Steve, he's quite a wit. He is, he is. He likes to talk as well, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. We were a bad match-up on that front, the two of us, I think. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, what a great performance on the bar by Steve there. Well done, Steve. Yeah. So that's... I've just knocked my microphone. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's no different than what I do. <laughs> well, you just <laughs> wriggle around in your squeaky chair, man, and play with your Mod Pod all, all night long. All I can ever hear is this. Let's see if I can get a big squeak going. You hear that? Yeah, that's a big one. It's like having maracas. <laughs> not the first time I've been talking about. <laughs> So, uh, episode 26, our one-year birthday is coming up in two weeks' time, folks. So, be sure to come back for that one. We'll we'll have some exciting birthday celebration-related content for you to enjoy. And, as mentioned in the intro, we're, we're thinking about putting in a couple of competitions on, so you don't want to be missing that. Otherwise, I've been Chris, a.k.a. True Mr. Six. I've been Andy, a.k.a. Jimmy Cranky. <laughs> <laughs> that was his wife it was indeed yeah so that's that was yeah <laughs> i have got nothing to follow nothing. that one up that's your factoid there is correct thank you very much i can confirm that i have heard that too little known fact for the listeners oh, here that we go. uh the crankies are distant relative to our friend teach uh that that is true actually yeah that is true is. yeah on on the husband's side, I think. I think I'd, I'd never asked him that, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We'll follow up. Let us know, TJ. All right, then, folks. We'll be back in two weeks. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, can I start again? I f- it up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. Right. Didn't get my rhythm right. Let me just take a sip of water. Oh, we won't do the re- redo the intro bit, I'll just cut it in. Hmm. You um got a window open? Yeah, I have. Do you want to shut it? I can hear a little bit of like 
wind on your mic. Oh, do you know what it is? I've got an electric fan going. Let me turn the fan off. Is that better? Yes. Yeah, it was the electric fan. Or has that been on through the whole segment then? <laughs> um, I didn't hear it when we were talking. Well, I think it was just the quiet. I don't, I don't think it would get picked up well. Can you hear it the, does get picked up. It's still be less than me crashing and bashing around. Yeah, <laughs> as always. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there was a really bad one, actually. In oh, I think it must have been that last segment I did with them. Um, I don't know what you were doing while me and Steve were talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a massive one. Yeah, I think I walloped the mic. That was something. <laughs> Can you hear the planes going over with the window open? Nah. Nah, cool. All right, uh, I'll get that done again then. 